Hi everyone, we're just again so glad that you're with us. If you've joined us since the start, you're very welcome. We're doing something just a little bit different today rather than my normal uh, 25 minute sermon from the church. I thought we would finish the year up by maybe just Becky and I talking about what God has been challenging us, what God has been speaking to us about this year. Um, This is totally unscripted, guys. We've literally just chatted about a few things that we might talk about, but um, we just want to have a conversation really about what God might be impressing upon our hearts in this season. It's been an unusual year. It's been a challenging year, I'd say, for all of you and for all of us. And uh, it's been a year where I guess we're at the end of it and it hasn't turned out how we hoped it would be. And so in the midst of that, we just want to discern what God might have been doing. Um, and I would ask you to do the same, actually. I think it's really good at the end of a year to just to look back and go, what did God do this year? In the good and in the bad, in the up and in the down. Um, what has God been doing in my life? And so um, we have a number of things just that God has been maybe speaking to us about and pressing upon us what what what's i guess been a something important for you what has been something that god has maybe been challenging you about i think prioritizing his presence prioritizing a place for me um to sit at his feet and to listen to his voice is i mean that's always something for me and i love to be in his presence but i think this year in particular it's been about prioritizing that in the midst of the busyness of life in the midst of everything that's been going on when you say prioritizing his presence what does that look like carving i suppose one it's carving time aside that i'm intentional about seeking his face so be that listening to um the word of god on the bible app or um, reading his word or reading books um, that lead me into thoughts about him or thinking about him. Um, I think even the challenge to prioritise him in the mundane, the day-to-day of my life, so in my workplace, it's so easy. It has been so easy. It's been such a busy period. It's been so easy to get caught up in the stress and the busyness of of that instead of intentionally thinking god you have given me this job you have given me this role as a mom or as a wife or as a daughter or whatever it would be and let me find your presence and listen for your voice and show me what you're doing in the midst of all of that yeah. so a combination of both that carving out time prioritizing him over scrolling instagram or over going to the shops or whatever it would be as well as prioritizing him um, and making him Lord of my life in the mundane and in the routine and in the day-to-day. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, it does. And I think for me that has been one of the things this year is that I've realised that so much. <laughs> I feel like I've lived the same week 52 times this past year. Um, and that's probably been a struggle for me. I like a little bit of novelty. I like to change things up. I like holidays. Uh, not just in the North Coast as much as we love that, but... I, I think that's been probably the biggest battle for me over this last year is the mundane and I guess the monotony and and yet I've also realised that God meets us in the mundane. God meets us in the monotony. Um 
and sometimes actually he meets us more we 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 think that sometimes we meet God at the big conferences or at the big events and we haven't had any big conferences or any big events for two years and yet over the last two years God has been close he has been speaking he has been working and um, we sing that song even when I can't see it you're working you know uh, uh, what's it called <laughs> We'd have to sing it. He, no, I'm not singing. Uh, even when I can't see you, you're working. You never stop working. Da, 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 da. Uh, you're, you're just doing this. So no, I, I promise you. You actually not. are just doing this I so that I will sing. And, and you know that I am tone deaf. I, I honestly, I can't think. Even when I can't see it, you're working. Da, da, you never stop working. Oh, anyway. Miracle working God. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And, uh, and I think that <laughs> we, you know, Isaiah 43, verse 19. See, you know, I'm doing a new thing, but it says now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? In other words, it's possible for God to have green shoots of new life springing up, but for you to miss them. Yeah. Because it's not dramatic. It's not exciting. It's not fireworks. It's not a booming voice from heaven. And I think God over the last year, the last two years... Mm has been showing up but he's been showing up in different ways in Mm. our lives he's been showing up through the kindness of friends he's been showing up through his presence with us he's been showing up um through you know maybe just a text message from somebody or something like that so i i think yeah i think what you're saying there is so important about being intentional Mm. spending time with jesus every day um Reading the Bible every day, praying every day, having what we called a quiet time when I was younger. It's not easy, folks. I, you know, I think sometimes you might mm. look at us and, um, and think that we live on this, you know, where we just like pray for hours every day. I find it really hard. I have to mm. be as dis- I have to be disciplined. And, mm. and I, we both actually are using the same thing, the Bible in one year. Yeah, I, yeah. I have tried so many other ways um, and I end up... You know, I'll say I'm going to read through Jeremiah this month. And by Jeremiah chapter 4, I'm now reading something else. And So for consistency, I have found the Bible in one year up from, mm. from Nicky Gumbel really mm-hmm. helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think then it's inten- being intentional in those times because I definitely this year have struggled. You know, I get up um, before work and set aside a time to do that. Set aside time. I knew that didn't sound quite right. Set aside time to do that. But I have found... I will listen to it in the mornings and I have found that sometimes I get to the end and I think I couldn't tell you what the psalm was at the beginning or I couldn't tell you, you know. And so for me, it's been that challenge about, yes, setting aside the time and then fixing my focus and being intentional. And before, you know, really being intentional about saying to God, let me hear you in this. What's, you know, what is it you want to say to me in this? Or um, what are you showing me? How are you speaking? Um and that's challenging. Yeah. But when I, you're tired or when you're No, busy. I totally, I agree. But I think also there's something about just doing it without, even, oh, yeah. even if you don't feel you're getting yeah. so, like, I don't feel like I'm getting, not your meals, but every meal I eat, I don't feel like I get something out of it. Like, you know what I mean? But I can't don't survive. What, what do you mean? I, I can't survive without it. <laughs> and I think sometimes, you know what, we just read the Bible sometimes and sometimes God will really speak through it. 
and other times, you know, yes. we just read it. Yeah. And we're still being fed, even though it may not feel like we're being nourished. I think there's something just about the consistency definitely of, yeah. of doing that and yeah. so so yeah i think that's been important um one of the other things for me this year i did a series on daniel i think it was actually very early on in the year and uh, about how daniel in the midst of a pagan culture was a man of integrity a man of conviction and for me one of the things this year has been very much deciding what my convictions are mm. a lot of us have preferences but we don't have convictions we have things that we think are good ideas or if it's convenient we'll do them but when the rubber hits the road or when there's pressure we we cave and i think i think the world we're living in at the moment we need to have convictions and a conviction is something that that you're willing to stand for. Mm-hmm. A conviction is something that you're willing to die for. Um, your strongest convictions. And I think we're living at a time where we've got to decide what's what's the line in the sand. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. whatever that is for you. Um, what what are the things that I simply cannot compromise on? And, and for each of us, it's mm-hmm. different. Um, for some of you it's going to be completely different to what it is for each of us it could be different but Mm -hmm. there are certain things that I know that I just can't compromise on and this year at the start of the year you know at times it maybe brought a little bit of friction and tension with with Mm. some situations but there's there's simply lines that I I can't cross and I think as we go into a a world more and more where we are being pressured Mm -hmm. to compromise I think each of us are going to have to go there's lines I just can't cross. Mm. Whatever the cost, and there is a cost, folks, um, and there's going to be a cost. If you're going to faithfully follow Jesus in these years ahead, there's there's a cost, mm. and we have discussed that even as a family. Yeah. Um. For so, you know, when you make decisions about things, there's a cost, and you've got to be willing to pay. Jesus said, before a man builds a tower, he he figures out how much it's going to cost, and he doesn't start and. He said, don't follow me unless you're willing to take up your cross. You know, following Jesus is not about your comfort or your convenience. He doesn't actually really care about your comfort or your convenience that much as he does about you being conformed to being more like him. Um, And so, yeah, I I just, I think there's something about what are your non-negotiables? What are the convictions that you're willing to draw a line and if you don't have any, maybe that says something in itself. I don't mean that to be rude. I just mean that every Christian's got to have some lines that they won't cross. Um, and that, that for me, at the start of the year, as I went through the book of Daniel, doing it gracefully, doing it tactfully, doing it lovingly, but also doing it firmly and just saying, no, this is a non-negotiable. And so I can't, I can't compromise on that. What else for you? What else has God been speaking to you about this year? Um, there was something you said to me about shepherding. I didn't really... What about him shepherding us? Yeah, I think just that he wants to um, shepherd us. But again, it's that looking out for it. Um, what you said about the shoots and the growing, um, growing up from the ground. Um, yeah, and just Psalm 23 is if... It, I know it's it's old school and but it is 
one of my favourites, um, and that he prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies, that um, even in the midst of everything that's going on, when we seek him, um, he wants to shepherd us, he wants to lead us, he wants to, like a shepherd does, he will lead his sheep, he will guide, he will comfort, he will come and support when when it needs support. Um, and I think um, seeking that out means, again, that carving that time. And I think when we carve that time out, we hear from him and God speaks and he directs and he dele- leads and he comforts. Um, and in a world that is so crazy and busy, um, and full of information, um, we need to just sit at his feet. And even in the midst of that craziness, he prepares that table for us where he comes and he meets with us and he fills us with whatever it is that we need. Really fixing your focus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need to fix our focus. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, a lot of this is guess. We're saying the same thing in different ways about being intentional. Yeah. About noticing what God is doing around you um, about fixing your focus on him Um, and none of that is possible without the Holy Spirit for me that was probably the most significant series I I taught this past year for five or six weeks in the Holy Spirit Um, I think it changed our church Mm. um, more than most people realise I think it's a series I'm going to teach every year um, I think it's a series that needs to be taught every year for a couple of reasons. One is because we have so many new people who come in each year to the church from all different backgrounds, uh, many from traditional church backgrounds who have never been taught about being filled with the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit. And secondly, for all of us, it's so easy to to not ignore or forget the Holy Spirit, just to sideline him, just to... Yeah. To get on with life. Um, and I think that being, again, intentional mm-hmm. about... Inviting him inviting in. Him, yeah, and, yeah. And inviting his presence and actually talking to the... Yeah. See, here's the thing. And I, I've, I said this in one of my messages. God the Father is in heaven, obviously. I mean, he's everywhere, but he's in heaven. God the Son is at his right hand. But God the Holy Spirit is here. And he's here. He's inside us. And if Jesus was in the room right now, we would have a conversation with him and it would, I mean, it'd be class, it'd be different, it'd be weird, it'd be incredible to be sitting having a conversation. But Jesus went back to heaven and he said, I'm sending the Holy Spirit and it's actually, it's going to be my presence on earth. He will remind you of what I've taught you. The Holy Spirit, we mightn't be able to physically see him, but he's just as real as the physical Jesus sitting in this room. And so we don't pray to the Holy Spirit, just like when Jesus was on earth. The disciples didn't go, dear Jesus, we beseech thee. You know, they talk to him. And the Holy Spirit's here now and we just talk to him. Mm-hmm. We just talk to him and I, I think he loves it. We just say, Holy Spirit, help me with this. Holy Spirit, what do you think about this situation? And, and we need the Holy Spirit. We need his gifts and his power. Of course we do. But we just, we need his voice to navigate through life. We mm. need his, his wisdom. We need his mm. grace and his healing and his, just those nudges of what to say and when to shut yeah. up. Um, and so I think for us as a family, but for us as a church and hope, we, we want to keep leaning in just yeah. to the, 
the person and presence of the Holy Spirit as we move into 2022, mm. whatever that looks like. Mm. And I think that looks like seeking him, asking him on a day-to-day basis, God, do you, do you, how can I encourage those around me? How can I give me the courage to pray for those around me? Um, you know, how can I support those around me, at, you know, as well? And, you know, because um, God says pray, pray for the sick. Yeah. Um, and we don't do it. Um, you know, we get so caught up in life. Um, so it's those little things like, and again, it might not be that we see straight away, um, the miraculous or people being miraculously healed, but we don't know what God is doing through his Holy Spirit and others as we pray. So it's, I think those little acts in our day to day invite his spirit, um, and welcome his spirit in to come and move and provide opportunity to change, um, all that's around us. Yeah, absolutely. So we're. At the end of 2021, it's been an interesting year. What have you? Is there, what would you love to see in 2022? And and I, that can be. And I haven't prepared you for this. Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, I would love to see Hawaii too, or Cali- <laughs> Southern California, um, or even Florida, or you know what, even Lanzarote. Okay, well, apart from Hawaii, Becky. Uh, in terms of just your walk with God, what would you... Oh, it never changes for me. I want to hear him more. I want to experience more of him. I want to go deeper. Um, I want to hear his voice for others. Um, I want, yeah, I, I just want more in my relationship with him and more of his supernatural, more of yeah. that in my day-to-day life. Yeah. And I know that that takes... That's partly my responsibility as well. Yeah. Um, but that is always a constant. No. Always. It never absolutely. changes. That's And I'm the same, guys. Um, and I, I want that in my own life. Um, but as the pastor of Hope I Wanted in our church, mm. this is a non-negotiable. <laughs> and so if you don't want more of the Holy Spirit, this probably isn't the place for you. Um, that is our, that is, you know, we are Jesus-centered um, we, we preach the word in season and out of season, but we, we are a church that will intentionally pursue what the Holy Spirit has and what he's doing. Mm. And somebody said to me a while ago, we had a night, and, um, and I love this person, so it's not, but we, we had a time where we'd open worship and some people spoke in tongues. It was an encounter night. It wasn't a Sunday morning. It was an encounter night. And, and I, I say this with no, because this person knows how highly I think of them, but they said it made me uncomfortable to hear people speaking in tongues. And, and my response was, just because you're uncomfortable doesn't make it wrong. Mm. <laughs> just because something makes you uncomfortable, as long as it is in the Bible, mm. just because something's uncomfortable... Uncomfortable just means it's different. It just means you haven't experienced it before, maybe. But just because something... If, if everything you do in your spiritual life is comfortable, there's something really wrong with your yeah. spiritual life. If you will only do things that make you comfortable. And so what I would say to us is we will never... And anyone who knows us, we will not be a, a church that swings from the ceiling and hypes things up. We don't do hype. But what we will be is a church that says, Holy Spirit... You show up however you want. Mm -hmm. And if that is quietly and gently, beautiful. Mm -hmm. And if that is loud and messy, wonderful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't care. Mm -hmm. We don't care. 
And my feeling is this year that we're going to see increasingly God's presence and power showing up in our midst. Yeah, and I think as well there are so many um, who, including myself, ourselves, that we don't yet know what God has gifted and placed within us, his new gifts. Yeah. Um, and I would love to see just an explosion of people finding out who God's called them to be and the giftings that he has mm. put within them and um, just seeing people move in that and in freedom. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. There's so much more in you than you realise. God has deposited. You know, Second Corinthians talks about the treasure in jars of clay. And uh, we look at ourselves and we see the, the clay pot. Um, and I think God is calling the treasure out yeah. of us this year. Yeah. I think God is calling each of us to discover what he has deposited within us. Yeah. And that's going to be part of our focus in 2022, is growing leaders, uh, building community, and just seeing what God has put within you, not just for the church, but for the community, for your family, for yeah. for the world, for your workplace, for the world around you. We want the life of Christ within you to be fully expressed yeah. in the world around you. Guys, thank you for being with us. Thank you for joining us today. Hope you have a wonderful day wherever you go. Uh, Becky, would you just pray just for, yeah. for people? Yeah. Father, thank you for your goodness. I thank you, Lord, that you're so present always. And I ask God, just in this season, as the day continues on and the week ahead, Father, that you would give us eyes to see you in new ways. God, that you would give us eyes that would see the green shoots that that are growing up. Father, I pray that we would look to you and not around us, that you'd increase hope within us, Father, and peace within us and that you'd comfort your people. And God, that the words that we speak this week would glorify and honour you. Lord Father, we trust you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless.